Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Ian with the Dream Falcon Gaming Podcast. This week, we're going to be talking about the Creality CR6 SE. If you joined us for the last couple of episodes we had, we've talked about the LD002H resin printer, the UW-01 wash and cure station to partner with my resin printer, and we talked about the Ender 3 V2. So, only makes sense to keep going down the line of the printers I got. So the CR6 SE, what is it? How did it get its start? And what do I like about it? What do I dislike about it? And what do I think it can improve on in the future? So first things first, this printer got a bad rap. It released on Kickstarter. It was a Kickstarter-backed project from Coyote. It was their first one that they did on Kickstarter and it really just, it didn't, did not fare well. It did not have a good release. Uh, a lot of people were confused to begin with why it was on Kickstarter, but ultimately now I have it a little later in the game and it does wonders. I have never used an easier printer. If you heard about how much I love the Ender 3 V2, then guess what? I love the CR6. Um, What's different about it? So first things first, it's got intelligent bed leveling. It's got an auto bed level uh, right out of the box. No upgrades needed. Just turn it on and it does its thing. Takes about 45 seconds. It's all controlled by a one push button. Uh, it's basically has like a pressure sensor and it pushes, sees where the bed is and levels your bed for you. It does a 16 point level out of the box. Takes about 45 seconds and I've yet to have any issues with it. So what else does it got going for it? It has a larger print surface, which we'll talk about. And the only difference is you gain about 15 more millimeters on your X and Y. Uh, so it prints 235 by 235 by 250. So you're not gaining anything in the Z height, but you are gaining a little bit in that X, Y area, which is good if you want to do something just a little bigger than you can do on the V2. Other things it's got, it's got a different extruder. It uses a housed extruder with a little lever um, instead of the traditional Ender 3 V2 and Ender 3 uh, extruders that we're used to. This one works a little better, has a filament sensor uh, attached right to it. And honestly, I like it a lot better. It's simple. It works. We'll kind of see where that goes in the future. But for right now, I love it. It's easy. Load and unload filament, no issues, no worrying about spring tension or anything of the sort. You just flip the li- or flip the clip aside, put your filament in, close it, done deal. Um, it's got a updated way to latch the bed down. It uses two clips in the front to keep it from having the clips on there from like the Ender 3 V2 if you've used that printer or any of the Ender 3 series for that matter. They all have some kind of clip on them if you put the glass bed on them. It comes with a glass bed, which is, in my opinion, should just be standard on most printers now. Uh, let's see. What else do we got? It's got the dual Z, so it has another Z rail in there, and a timing belt as well, so it gives a lot of stability and a lot of balance to your print. And then it comes with a different spool holder. So... If you've used the Pro, you've used the V2, you know that it comes with a spool holder they can mount on the top, and a lot of people just print their own. Well, the CR6 SE has gone the route of just creating their own 
side mount essentially it clips right into the rail super easy to set up you can move it around if you want to uh, for some modding in the future but ultimately it works that's what i like about it and pretty simple so what else do we got going on that's really the big stuff um nice thing about this one is it's literally eight screws to set it up you get it in the box the gantry is all set up and the bed is all ready to go all you need to do is screw in the gantry with four screws to the base and then you hook up the handle that it comes with it comes with a carrying handle which is kind of cool and you screw that in and then you mount the display or the touch screen and then snap in your filament holder or your filament spool holder <clears throat> and uh you're good to go so like i said super versatile easy out of the box and first and foremost if you want a printer that just prints and doesn't have any of the quirks any of the really working with in my experience this is the printer you want so having the v2 having the pro coming from the resin world this printer to me is the most complete out of the box bar none now you pay for that whereas the v2s are running somewhere around the 250 to 280 range depending on where you get them from you're gonna pay 400 dollars for this printer and honestly it's a great idea I, I think the price is well worth what you get. I've had absolutely no issues with this printer. Um, and ultimately, if you have a V2, chances are you're either going to do some kind of a direct drive setup or you're going to do a lot of the add-ons that this printer already comes with. So if you have a V2 and you want to do auto bed leveling, you're probably going to use something like a BL Touch. With the CR6 SE, you don't need to. It's already there, out of the box, factory. Uh, you're probably going to want to do a dual Z-axis setup on it. You don't need to. It's already there. Those two right there out of the box are pretty much going to make up your cost from buying the CR6 SE over one of the other printers. Now, that's not to say that those other printers are bad. Uh, like I said in my previous episode, the V2 has been my favorite printer in terms of learning how to print an FDM learning how to just do everything that is involved in the 3D printing world. And the CR6 SE was something that I didn't want to really have to tinker with. I have two other printers I can tinker with and do stuff to. And there's really no need for it. So I said, hey, let's get the money together. I'll just buy this one. That it perks, works perfectly out of the box. So... Like most printers now that are coming out, uh, you're talking silence, you're talking silent motherboard setups. Um, it looks really nice, honestly. Uh, the printer itself just it looks like a Creality printer, but it's sleek. It looks good. doesn't have a huge footprint. The spool holder tad, tends to add just a little bit to it, depending on what position you have it in. But ultimately, I don't hate it. looks really nice. comes with the tool drawer. Oh, uh, good Lord. comes with... The belt tensioners, like we saw on the V2, they're a little better in my opinion. They're not as flimsy. Um, and yeah, honestly, everything else is essentially the same. You're getting the 0.1 to 0.4 millimeter height and layer thickness. You're still printing STLs. You're still printing using G-code. 
you are running off of a nozzle that can get up to about 260 degrees Celsius. You're talking hotbed temperatures of up to 110 degrees Celsius. I don't print anywhere near that, so I don't really have experience in the higher end of the spectrums, being that I mostly print in PLA. But yeah, I mean, right out of the box, this printer just gets. Um, it took me probably five minutes. And when they say five minutes, that's one of the things that they quote on Creality's website is it's five minute setup. Well, it is. It, it's really quick. And you turn it on, you do the auto bed leveling, which if you've ever touched a 3D printer in your life that doesn't have auto bed, you know how long the leveling process alone can take. And I was printing right away. Um, sets down and dirty on what it is and kind of like the specky stuff that is important, but ultimately... I think what's more important is what do I do with it? So the nice thing about this having auto bed leveling and the dual Z, the updated extruder, the updated nozzle in hot end assembly and having the, the belt running across the top of the, of the two Z axis rods. It makes it a really stable printer in what I use it for personally right now is it makes my lithophanes. So if you don't know what lithophanes are, you take an image, you can run it through a website like it's litho. Um, there's other ones out there, but essentially what you're doing is you're printing something that you can shine light through to help you see that picture. CR6 SC is absolutely perfect for that, in my opinion. It works right out of the box. It's easy. It's dialed on every single time. The only thing I've ever had to do is redo the auto bed leveling when I've moved the printer from one place to another. So that's what I use it for. It'll work for anything, obviously, but those being something that requires a pretty high level of detail in a pretty tuned in printer, having something like the CR6 SE makes it so much better. In my opinion, it just, it does a lot of the hard work for you. Um, Speaking of hard work, one of the things I forgot to mention was the fact that it uses a regular US or excuse me, a regular SD card instead of a micro SD card, which is great because they're small and they get lost or your kids take them, run away with them and hide them somewhere or magic happens and they disappear. I don't know, but you know, you got the bigger SD card, easier to hold, easier to do, works a little better. So Forgot to mention that, but that is important. So in terms of what I don't like about the printer, up front, the software that comes with it is absolutely awful, in my opinion. It's bland. It doesn't have a lot of functionality in terms of what it can do. It turns on and it works just fine. But if you've been in the 3D printing world for a while, you kind of want more out of your printer. You want different readouts. Um, I ended up going to a community software or a community firmware out there. There is plenty out there and the name is eluding me at this point of what I currently have, but I will be sure to add that in at a later point. But the screen and the initial software that came on it, I despised. It was flat. It was boring. I didn't like it. So I updated it. Um, difficulty in updating the firmware was to flash the screen, which is kind of like secondary, but 
to flash the UI on the screen, you actually have to take the backplate off of the touchscreen and insert the SD card directly into that. And it needs a micro a micro SD to do that instead of just a regular SD card, which is kind of annoying, but it works. There's no real issue with terms of functionality once you get it going. Um, and then like anything, you know, you can just run a typical Marlin G-code flavor. Um, works just fine. So... That is really just the down and dirty on the CR6 SE. Looking at Creality3D.shop, um, you can find this for about $399. I picked mine up from Micro Center, and you, you're going to pay the same in terms of in terms of price and kind of what you're looking at. Um, so $399. So four hundred dollars plus your roll of filament, you're in you're in printing pretty consistently for a little over four hundred bucks when you count in tax. Um, as I said before, I think it's one hundred percent worth it. I think the printer out of the box is one of the greatest things I've ever touched, and that's not fluffing or being exaggerative. That's just the truth. The printer works, and if you're someone who wants to get into three D printing, has a little more in your budget but mainly doesn't want to have to really do anything to just be able to 3D print. The CR6 SE is not going to steer you wrong. The build quality is spot on in my opinion. It's a little more heavier duty. They've added some different some different uh different builds, different build points from what you would expect to see on an Ender 3 just to make it just to make it a little more sturdy in my opinion. Um, and honestly, the thing is just a workhorse. I print on it all the time. It's currently running right now. Um, and like I said, if you are somebody who's getting into the hobby, you don't really care too much about learning the ins and outs and you just want to 3d print. You can do a lot worse than the CR six SE for what you're paying for, uh, 400 bucks to me is well worth what you get. As I said initially, you know, you're already going to do those upgrades most of the time. Keeping a stock 3D printer is just something that doesn't ever happen, I don't think. I managed to keep mine mostly stock for the better part of a year, but ultimately you want to do stuff to it. You want to tinker with it. You don't really need to with the CR6, in my opinion. Now, can you tinker with it? Absolutely. Can you put all metal hot ends on it? 100%. Can you 3D print things to add onto there that you don't like that you want to fix? Sure. Ultimately, it still has the upgradability, but without the heavy price tag. You're not looking at installing auto bed leveling tech uh, like the BL Touch. You know, you're not looking at changing. Even just your hot end shroud, I mean, the one that comes on it, plenty of airflow. It's a modular setup, so you can swap parts in and out pretty easily. You don't need to print even a filament spool holder, you know, it's already there. So, in my opinion, to close it out, you know, like I said, I love this printer. The only thing I didn't like about it was the software that came on it, and that could very well just be me. But I think it's a great printer. I would highly recommend it. And, you know, as always, I'll leave a link to the printer so you can check all this stuff out yourself. If you're interested, there is bunches of people on YouTube who have already done reviews on this so you can get kind of a more eyes on view of what we're looking at. Yeah, see if it's see if it's for you. But 
as always, you know, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you enjoyed what we were talking about. And I hope it kind of gets your wheels spinning a little bit on whether or not the CR6 SE is something that you would want. So if you're interested, feel free to go check out Dream Falcon underscore, or excuse me, Dream Falcon Gaming underscore DFG on Instagram. It's linked on the page. You can go check that out and go see the printer for yourself. See what I'm printing and just kind of, you know, do a little more research as always with 3d printing. This is something that you want to, you want to research, you want to, you want to be involved. You want to have your knowledge down. So I hope you guys got something out of this. I hope it helps you either make your decision in the future on whether you do want to pull the trigger on this, or if you've been printing and you I don't know, I had a bad kickstart, whatever the printer is solid. I don't have any issues with the printer. I would recommend it to my friends. I would recommend it to my family. I, you know, anybody who wants it, I think it's a perfect buy. So if you can afford it, you can swing a little bit of extra money in your budget. I think the CR6 SE is the way to go. With that, we'll close it out. Hope everybody's staying safe printing. Hope everybody's enjoying what they're doing. Best of luck with what you do going forward. And we'll talk to you next time.